Hey everybody, it's Mike from the Swamp Fox Podcast Network, and I want to take a minute to talk to you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast, and I'm going to tell you why. First and foremost, it's free. Secondly, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or computer. On top of that, Anchor is going to handle all the distribution stuff to get your show out on places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, etc. They'll even help you make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So here's what I want you to do. We call this a call to action in the biz. You need to download the app or go to anchor.fm, set up those credentials, and get started. They have literally everything you need right there to record episode one of your very own podcast today. It's super simple and really cool. I'm going to let you all get back to the show now, but once it's over, be sure to check it out. Anchor.fm or Anchor in the App Store. The following is simply the opinions of two South Carolina citizens. The views expressed herein are not endorsed by any employers, family members, or government employees. This podcast may contain adult language, atypical thinking, and just plain craziness. Be advised that critical thought may be a side effect of exposure to this content. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Vote Map Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Mike. And we're back again at the undisclosed location, deep in the heart of Kershaw County. A little the, bit chilly uh, tonight. A little chilly. A little soggy. Mm-hmm. It warmed up today, melted all the snow. Um, it was fun times, man. Yeah. So yeah. I think I want to start today with the homesteading update mm-hmm. and the snow. Um, so we got, what'd you get over at your house? I think we got like three to four. Yeah, it was between three and four. Um, it was pretty good. It started snowing right at... I can't remember. It was, it was dark. eight or nine. Yeah, yeah, it was dark out. Um, so it was pretty neat watching the snow, and then we we let it go for a while. It was around midnight mm-hmm. that me and the beautiful fiance uh, went for a walk through our woods, and uh, just walked around the snow, walked down the road, checked out the you know how the road conditions were, and um, went to just went through the woods and and let it. If anybody has the opportunity. To walk with a loved one at midnight mm-hmm. in a snowstorm. Yeah. It's it's fun, man. It's the way to go. <laughs> it's just yeah. a good time. You guys did the same, too. About 11? Yeah. Know, well, at about uh, – I did a lot of walking this yeah. weekend. Um, about 8 o'clock when it started coming down, I took the kids out for a walk. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I took the wife out at about midnight. Yeah. Again, 11 o'clock midnight. Um, yeah. It was nice. We did man. probably two miles Ooh. out and back, mile each way. Was, That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the next day we got up and um, did it again. Mm-hmm. Same here. We, we uh, <laughs> so in the morning we we woke up, lazed around the house a little bit, had some coffee, breakfast, and all that, and then um, we went and did some training outside. Yep. With our freedom pills, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> we uh, fixed Caitlin's eye dominance issue. Oh. Uh, so she is she left eye dominant. She's left-handed. Okay. Oh, okay. And left eye dominant. Yep. Um, but she naturally picks up a gun and shoots right-handed. 
um, with her left eye. Yeah. So she now shoots left-handed. There you go. With her left <laughs> eye. And um, it's just a habit thing. You know, it's, it just takes practice. Uh, it's an issue we ran into in the Army and basic training all the time. We'd figure out all the trainees' eye dominance – and then some of them were opposite. They were right-handed with left eye dominant. And we hmm. told them, well, guess what, son? You're shooting left-handed. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so start. we would tell them to start brushing their teeth with their left mm-hmm. hand. Um, Which is just a good habit to get into just to practice. develop a little bit so, of dexterity. Yeah. Um, when I was younger, my uncle taught me to hit a baseball left-handed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I naturally ride a skateboard, what they call goofy foot, yeah. with my right foot forward, hmm. pushing with my left leg. Um and a snowboard as well. The one time I attempted to snowboard, almost <laughs> broke both my legs. <laughs> um, but anyway, we went out and trained for a bit. I think we spent probably $85 worth of ammo, <laughs> which yeah. took about 10 minutes. Was um, that about one box? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, but it was good training. Uh, I'd like to yeah, shout out to cheaperthandirt.com. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to get some good bulk ammo, yeah. um, you can get like 500 round boxes you know, they'll ship it right to your door in two days. Yeah. Um, all calibers. Yeah. No, they're, um, it's a, it's the way to go. They're reloads. You know, you can get reloads mm-hmm. for target. That's what I use for target practice. They, yeah. they have reloads and, um, it's cheap, cheaper mm-hmm. than dirt. So, uh, check them out. Um, after, after we did training, we, we walked around again and, um, we went for a lot further into the woods this time. Um, we followed some, animal trails mm-hmm. we had some saw rabbits deer squirrels uh no turkey tracks no hmm. they were probably i don't know if they were still roosted or what um but yeah we we found a spot on our property that um we want to make our little getaway spot mm-hmm. um, just like if we want to disconnect from electronics and um, just sit and read a book and yeah. have a cozy spot. I think we're going to build a little cabin. Been doing some yeah. research on little like a ten by twelve. Mm-hmm. You know, super simple, yeah. something small, yeah. and um, have a little getaway yeah. just to go. You know, instead of pop, you know, taking a tent out, we can go to the cabin, mm-hmm. and just sit and read books. Yep. Uh, so we found a spot that we like, and it, the cool thing about this spot is I've I've been there in the summertime. And it's a low spot that's uh, usually like ten degrees cooler hmm. than the yeah. rest of the property because yeah. it's, it's a really good shade and it's um has a lot of reindeer moss growing up around it. Mm-hmm. It's just real pretty. Um, and it's when it's down in this little low spot has high berm on one side, thick trees on one side. You can't hear any cars go by hardly. Yeah. Um, and so it's just it's just a nice little spot. Um. And then when we got back from that, uh, the beautiful fiance made snow cream. Oh, yeah. You heard about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get like a bucket of snow and yeah. condensed milk, sweetened condensed milk and some vanilla extract and basically just made ice cream with the snow. Mm-hmm. It, it To me, it was like vanilla flavored snow cone. Yeah. You know, because yeah. of the texture. Um, but she made it, had some, put it in the freezer and then today... It's it's the same consistency. It didn't hmm. freeze into a block of ice like yeah. I thought it was. Um, I don't know if that has something to do with the sugar. Probably all what. that sugar in the uh, um, <clears throat> milk. It's super sweet, but it was fun. She she's always wanted to do it, and I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna eat <laughs> snow. Yeah. But uh, 
it wasn't bad, man. It was it was pretty cool. It was fun. It's just fun to watch somebody you love doing something fun that they wanted to, you mm-hmm. know, just to see the enjoyment on their face. So yeah, it, yeah. That was fun. Um, and we kind of been doing that all weekend. Just, yeah. No, I mean, um, I think that's pretty much what everybody's been doing is enjoying the, cause it's been close to eight years since the last time we got any snow yeah. around here. And mm-hmm. yeah. I've seen a lot of our friends on Facebook, um, having their kids out making snow angels, mm-hmm. making little tiny snowman. Cause you can't make a big, no. too big one, but, um, <laughs> it was just, people are trying though. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like, the snow came around bedtime, mm-hmm. but people were letting their kids go out and play in the snow, yeah. and that was cool. Get them up early in the morning, bundle them up, send yep. them out to play. Uh, my dogs loved it. Mm-hmm. They were freaking out and having a great time yep. in the snow. Um, it was just a good time all around. It mm-hmm. was nice. Everybody stayed off the road. I, d- I don't remember hearing too much drama. I know that um, we'll get into this in our local news, but our Lord and Savior, Lee Bone, definitely um, saved everybody's lives. With a few posts on Facebook. With his Facebook posts from yeah, the yeah. warmth of his living room. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is fun. And I mean, I guess if we're going to have hero worship, that'd be one way to do it and stay yeah, off the damn road. So. Whatever. whatever. Um, <laughs> speaking of local news, um, mm-hmm. I saw a really cool story on Facebook today on one of the What's Going On pages. This kid, Tanner, I'm not going to give out his last name if you want to see it, go on Facebook. But I didn't get permission from his parents to share his last name. So. Mm-hmm. Um Every year for the last eight years on his birthday, he donates food and toys to the Kershaw County Humane Society. Okay. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's a young man. I think he might be 11 or 12 now. So he's been doing it for, um, they said eight years hmm. on there. Um, which, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was a, like a tradition his mom started with, yeah. mom and dad started yeah. with him. And, um, he decided he wanted to keep doing it because yeah. he loves the animals. And that's really cool, man. Um, so good for Tanner. Um, sounds like a nice young man doing a good thing. Mm-hmm. Got a good head on his shoulders. Um, and speaking of the Humane Society, you know, everything was shut down in Kershaw County, but the workers of the Humane Society went in and took care of the animals. Yep. Uh, so that was good. Thank them for that. Um, that's some dedicated people, man. Oh, for sure. For the Humane Society. Yeah. You know, it's not a super high paying job, uh, and it's probably not a lot of reward to it. You know, you, no. you yeah. might fall in love with some dogs and they stay too long and they got to go, mm-hmm. you know, to, the, um, uh, to the other side yep. <laughs> and some get adopted away. And it's probably sad to see some of them older dogs. I, I would have a whole backyard full of animals right. <laughs> if I worked there. So, um, good for them. Uh, we appreciate them. Um, so like I said earlier, Lee bone saved us from the snow apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it looked like he put a fire out, too, in East Camden on the fireworks. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He just posted it. Um, there was a the fireworks stand in East Camden burnt. Huh. And um, Camden Fire Department responded, put the fire out. Uh, video. There's a video online that uh, I think a highway patrol took. Um, Was it arson? Suspected arson? Or? Well, there's no no source of ignition there. Yeah. They said there's no nowhere for anything, like no – because they run a generator mm-hmm. for the power, so the generator, yep. the owner was out of town, so it was suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they they talked to the chief of Camden Fire Department, and he said, you know, there is no way for this to start on its own, so it's yeah. definitely suspicious. And but I mean, the thing burnt down. Yeah, <laughs> it's just fire. It was pretty cool, like all the snow falling, and then mm-hmm. you could see the engine pulling <laughs> up and the fireworks shooting everywhere. And um, it sucks that somebody's business, yeah. you know, got burnt up like that. Um, is that one of the little Connex trailer ones? Yeah, that's yeah. what it looked like. Yeah. A little shed. Yeah. Um, I think it's over there by the um, Pelican Snowball. Okay. Is that Pelican Snowball over there? Something like that. Yeah. 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 
Um, the uh, there was a murder suspect that was captured by sleds. Um, yeah, I saw that. Uh, this was what drives me crazy, man. So sled fugitive recovery team and Sumter County arrested mm-hmm. a murder suspect out of out of Kershaw County. So um, they caught this guy, sent him back to Kershaw County. Lee Bone posts it, and then everybody – it's not Lee Bone's fault. Nope. Everybody on there is like, thank you, Lee Bone. We, you know, thank mm-hmm. you, Sheriff Sp-. Like, do you even have any sort of reading comprehension skills? No, they don't. <laughs> you just automatically want to bow down and worship this man. This guy took custody <clears throat> of a suspected murder. Somebody else did all the work. Yeah. And and then the, what drives me crazy is that they put su- suspects' faces. We've talked about this yeah. before, man. Yeah. The guy is suspected of murder. Yeah. Now, obviously, they're not going to go arrest this guy. No, just no. out of the blue, they have something on him. He, you know, they have enough evidence to arrest him and charge him. So, no. um, but you're innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, I don't agree with putting any suspects' faces up. There no. was a um, a pedo. Uh, he put his face yeah, up. I saw but, that too. Um, yeah. th- that looked pretty damning. Like that guy was out on bail, I think, for some other sex crime. For, crimes for or another sex crime, correct? Yeah. So that shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. You need to just watch your kids' online activity and be careful. I guess that would be a Cody Banks that we should all be thanking for that one. Well, probably. when they say you know uh, members of the Secret Service and the the Internet Task Force and mm-hmm. blah 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 blah, that's their little half-assed investigators that just got you know took like a weekend course, I think, to yeah. get certified. To- Holy shit! On this note again, did you see the new rank that our uh, bro, <laughs> bro, I about fell I off my damn chair. My balls off. A chair. master deputy. You mean Lance Corporal? <laughs> yeah, but th- dude, he just—he says right on there that he created that rank. Yes, he just makes shit up. You know who else no, did that? No, Matt. <laughs> why would one have to create an entirely new rank? Hmm. A very, very low-level rank as well. Like, why, why would they need to do that, Mike? I can't imagine. <laughs> the first I was like, I had never heard of a master deputy before. Where, where the it hell? It doesn't exist. Oh, <laughs> he, he just made it out of thin air. He just made it up. Oh, okay. Oh, well. You know why they do that is because they need to boost the freaking morale in the place. Yeah. Because people are leaving left and right, and the morale is in the shitter. Yeah, so he, he came up with an idea to boost everybody's morale. Now – what I want to know is, did all of these people receive a pay raise with this new rank? Right. Or any additional responsibilities? Dude, even or? before that, a couple of weeks later, there was people, like, what, 10 people got promoted to yeah. corporal you know what I or wonder something like if that? what oh, this is. I wonder if county council was like, dude, Frankie, you got to stop making corporals. Yeah. Sergeant, like, like, how many sergeants do you need? Yeah, right. And he's like, okay, okay, won't happen again, boss. Master deputies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then he just walked in there one day to his deputies and was like, all right, guys, promotions. Everybody, Everybody. who's not a sergeant <laughs> is now a master deputy. Yeah. You know, uh, Camden well, Fire. Corporal, it's below corporal. It is. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Uh, you know, Camden Fire at Camden Fire Department, everybody, every firefighter there is an engineer. Yep. So, in most fire departments, you have firefighter, mm-hmm. then senior firefighter, or firefighter two, they call it. Yeah. And then you can go to an engineer. Or a lieutenant spot. Um, but there, as soon as you walk in the door, they say you're an engineer. So you start studying right away for yep. your engineer's test. Yep. And you learn how to drive and pump. And um, and the reason they do that is because of the amount of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and they rotate. Like one day you're driving. The next day you're 
nozzle man or riding in the back and or you drive the other engine second do engine yeah. something like that if you uh, read the post too it was like these officers have all shown that they are capable of right. i'm going to paraphrase here doing their jobs yeah <laughs> allegedly <laughs> and thus they <laughs> have demonstrated that they are yeah it's just very weird man <laughs> and it's very transparent but but then again everybody in the county there was hundreds yeah, of people loving it, man. like, oh, congratulations. Well-deserved. Like, how do you know it's well-deserved? You don't, don't know these you people. You don't have a clue. You don't have a fucking clue what's going on. It, it's just so strange. And I, I think it's just more pandering by the sheriff. Mm-hmm. You know, just like he uh, talked about he used Rock Coleman as an example of the first black deputy to get promoted to the rank that he is in Kershaw yeah. County. And, you know, basically he's just patting himself on the back for being such a great guy. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Man. I mean, he didn't say, you know, it's just weird, man. I, I mean, yeah, obviously I don't like the guy. And I mean, we but, all know he's a great guy because he's telling us he is. Yeah. So. He does every day. Yeah. Uh, you know, the bun post is like, we don't get snow days. And he had the, the, the SUV in front of the sheriff's department with the lights on in the snowstorm. Yeah. It, do people realize that he posted that on Facebook while he's sitting at home with his family in his nice warm house? Right. That, like, I don't get it, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, first responders don't get snow days. No. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Right. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, so nurses and doctors are, are still in the hospital working. Yep. You know, uh, the next day, if there was trash that needed to be picked up, I'm sure the trash truck was out picking up trash. Mm. The mail got delivered. All the uh, trash places got shut down. Well, the dumps, the county yeah, dumps. Yeah, the dumps. Yeah. yeah. But the landfill was probably open. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. They got to get that money, man. They do. That's they like do. millions of dollars a day. If they shut down, it costs the, the, them millions a day. Um, so that's enough about him. Yeah. You know, yeah. people worship at the ground he walks on. He's probably going to get reelected. Um, just because people say he's he's a nice guy and he's doing a good job, yeah. then they are not paying attention whatsoever to anything no. that's going on in You're real seeing life. Like <laughs> Stalin era Russian, it's nuts, government dude. shit going on here. Yeah, like, this is true. This is a really a communist takeover of our yeah, county. And right. it, it began a long time ago, um, and we talked about it a little bit on the last show with the uh, land dealings that are all above board. Mm-hmm. Until you start digging into who's pushing the county projects towards their own property. Yeah. Um, and I came across something this weekend, mm-hmm. and I sent it to you yep, yep. and a few other friends, and I was like, what in the hell, dude? There was a massive chunk of property that was sold in Kershaw County, so big that it was in the Camden Chronicle. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was... Um, I don't know why the Camden Chronicle could even consider themselves real journalists if they don't even fucking ask questions. Period. Journalist, right? Isn't there like one dude working there? <laughs> well, yeah, there's a, yeah, I think so. He's the editor and the journalist. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, but dude, wouldn't you just think like, wow, yeah, that's a lot of money yeah. for this land. And like, why isn't there an expose going on? By a quote, real journalist. Well, there is right is here there? at this table. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I put the quotes in there. For- <laughs> yeah. Now, the only real journalists that are left in this country are independent journalists. Yeah. I mean, that's. You know, if you work for any sort of corporate entity, you, you're being censored or the narrative is being forced in a certain direction. No. So the only real journalists are independent. Yeah. You know, um, 
I'm gonna start. I started watching that Tim Cast. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his last name is. Guy that wears no a beanie cap all the time. Yeah. Um, but he's been swatted two times last week. Yep. When he started talking about COVID restrictions and talking out against these um, violent people, mm-hmm. uh, Antifa and all that, that are, and then he gets swatted. Um, it's very strange. Uh, anyway, our friend Davian over at Just Think About It Tattoo Studio. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a new building. They're moving to a new location. Right I got down the that street. squared away. Yeah. Okay. So it's a new new building. He bought it. Um, so this guy, like I said, hustles, man. This dude yeah. is always working, doing all sorts of side jobs. And you know, not really side jobs. He just has his hands in a lot of different things. And um, we got to get him on the show. Mm-hmm. It's just so hard because he's so busy. Um, they're having the grand opening of their new shop on February 1st. Uh, they're going to open at 11 a.m., close at 10 p.m. Um, and they're doing piercings now. Okay. And so with the DHEC rules are insane. Mm-hmm. You, have, you can't do piercing in the same place as you do tattoos. Yeah. So you have to like get a building, divide it in half, have two separate entrances, two separate point of, point of uh, sale mm-hmm. systems, everything. Yeah. It's insane, man. It's so crazy. Speaking uh, of insanity in that world, did you uh, see what England's talking about with tattoos over there? Mm-mm. They're effectively making tattoos illegal now. What? Um, they're outlawing like 90% of the chemicals that are in tattoos because they're carcinogenic and allegedly carcinogenic. Right. Like ethyl alcohol being one of them. Right. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Well, good luck with that. (laughs) Right. uh, (laughs) All the other industries that use ethyl alcohol. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. I have another story about some insane, um, government oversight. But um, I want to finish about just think about okay. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, four five three one Hard Scrabble Road in Columbia. So he just moved right down the street from the old studio. Mm-hmm. If anybody, if you want to book an appointment uh, for a piercing or a tattoo, um, they have some other great artists there. Davian does all my tattoos now. Um, he's the only guy I'm going to go to from now on. Um, but call them at eight zero three four nine seven three four three eight. They don't pay us a dime to, mm-hmm. to advertise for them. I just. Um, like seeing entrepreneurs succeed, yeah. small business owners. He's a friend of mine. He's a great artist, a uh, great businessman. So um, give give them a look if you want to get a tattoo or a piercing. At least check them out. Yeah. That's all I ask. For sure. Um, so in national news here in the United States, mm-hmm. California, just when you think <laughs> they have gone fully insane, they take it to another level. Yep. Like what are they, what are they, I'm gonna kick it up a notch. Yep. <laughs> Take it to eleven. <laughs> Good lord. Well, this one goes to eleven. <laughs> they just keep going, man. On January sixth, twenty twenty two, not that long ago. Nope. The California government floated out this idea that they might double taxes. Oh yeah. Double. <laughs> so people are already like, fuck the taxes in California, right? right? So they're talking about doubling them. January fourteenth, twenty twenty two. U-Haul announces that they had literally, literally ran out of ran trucks out of to trucks. rent, leaving California. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's been going on for a while, a shortage. But. Yeah. They're not getting any trucks back. <laughs> no. So what does that tell you? People are leaving and not returning. Yep. They're not, they're just, and nobody's moving to California. No. Um, it's basically becoming the Hunger Games. 
uh, except you're not allowed to hunt or own mm-hmm. guns. <laughs> and so, and I think it's about three years now till bacon is going to be gone from Canada oh, or California. California, yeah, same it, thing. Um, the, the streets are filled with human feces. Yep. Um, taxes are going to be doubled. Let's see what else. Uh, you can't own any sort of internal combustion engine. Basically, yeah. <laughs> they're going to outlaw your your cars, so you have to have electric vehicles. Uh, you can't kick. Homeless people or squatters off of your property—you have to just let them set up camp yeah, in your front yard. Because that would be illegal. That is illegal. Mm-hmm. You are the one that gets nailed for harassment, right? And, and potentially, yeah, assault. you can't do anything about it. Nope. Um, you can go into Walgreens or any other store and just loot it and steal yep. everything and leave, and nobody does anything about yep. it. Uh, let's see what else. Um, well, needles, it's not so love. drug needles everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> uh, hmm. It's probably been. 12, 13 years since I've been out to California. Yeah. I just want to go back out and just see Dude, it how was, far it's it was, uh <laughs> I went in 1997, right? So I don't know how many years. That's almost 30 years ago. And I was when I got to San Diego, I was like, oh, this is a pretty nice town. It's a little too crowded for me. It was a mm-hmm. nice town. And we got started heading up north on, on the uh, Pacific Coast Highway. And then it turns into one, 101, you know, all that. Yep. Like eight lanes on each side of the highway out and we get into la county i was like what in the hell is this what is going on here like it's just like homeless people walking across a 16 lane interstate (laughs) there's and that was back in 1997 it was insanity yeah i cannot imagine like how did people even like why are cop why do the cops want to work there why would you i guess you just love the action and you want to you know uh, shoot a dog or <laughs> dude, a bum. I don't know. I don't get it, man. There's one fire station in LA County. I forget how many calls they ran a day, but it was basically they left, they got to work, got on the rig, and they didn't come back until shift changed. Jesus. They were just running all medical overdose calls. <laughs> yeah. They were just because yeah. they worked near Skid Row, you know, mm-hmm. but it was like non stop just calls for 24 hours. <laughs> That's insane. I I don't get it, man. And I mean, yeah, the weather's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. That's about it. <laughs> There's some cool people that live out in the desert in California. Yeah, yeah. those people are really down to earth and nice. Mm-hmm. When you get up north, uh, like you go north of San Francisco, yeah. you better be careful, dude, because you ain't from around there. And no. they, they don't like people coming to visit. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I would hope that uh, eventually those people are gonna. Get fed up. Mm. You would think. Every election cycle, when it comes around, they're talking about dividing California up into three yeah. separate states. It, were, it needs you know, to happen. North, Central, and South. Yeah. And they're like, dude, we don't want anything to do no. from San Francisco to Southern L.A. County. Please just, <laughs> just do your own Build thing. a wall. <laughs> the problem is the ports over there. Yeah. The amount of money that is generated because of those ports is ridiculous in mm-hmm. Hollywood, you know, the money that that brings in the, in revenue, tax revenue, I guess yep. you should say. Um, it's just ridiculous, man. I don't, I don't understand. You know, yeah, all the, everything's being grown outside of there. Well, China owns everything. That's true. In, in Hollywood now. Yeah. You know, um, you have people just flee like Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. Elon Musk, uh, Dave Chappelle, all these celebrities and, and business people are like, forget it. The, the people in, uh, Silicon Valley, they have their own little enclave that they're yep. in. They, it, that stuff doesn't touch them because they've priced everything else out of the market that they can yeah. have their own little, you know, I mean, you look society at our, there. Our, most of our media folks are Canadian. 
And they ran away from Canada oh, because yeah. of excessive taxing. Yeah. Straight to California. Yeah. And now they're leaving there as well. And now they're going to Colorado. Yep. And Austin, Texas. And the same and thing's going to happen same in Colorado. shit is happening already yep. there. It's nuts, man. And that's, you know, I think there was somebody long time ago when I first started the Vote Map movement. They moved here from New York. And they were just talking about like, hey, what, I'm just new from New York. I want to see what's going on. And I said, hey, look welcome to south carolina yeah. <laughs> you know i'm not from here and people welcome me with open arms but if you could just please leave that bullshit yep. the new york bullshit in new york yep. don't bring it here but look at camden mm -hmm. look at it like what's happening there and it's been happening for a while you have these rich liberal elites that run the place you know yeah they, they might have an r in front of their name they might mm -hmm. claim that they're republican that they're yeah. conservative but they're not they're a liberal elite that doesn't mean and shit anymore no on any level doesn't. not just at the county level but all the way up I mean, yeah doesn't mean a damn thing no um, and look, look at, you know, look at the amount of homeless people in Camden. Look at mm -hmm. the, you know, the, uh, central planning that's going on, the, the dilapidated buildings that the county just, the, the county or the city buys up and, you know, just have holds we, them or whatever. Have it's we just, had our, uh, first mugging at the, uh, Planet Fitness yet? Parking lot? I haven't heard it yet. I haven't heard it either. It's well, it's well lit. There's a lot of people that go when I drive by yeah. if it's late. There's people yeah. there working out. So, yeah. you know, I, I wish them luck. I hope it succeeds. Mm -hmm. Um, but I guarantee there ain't people hanging out in the parking lot after their workout. No, no. Um, you know, chatting wait till the buses start running too, and that'll dude. be that. <laughs> How much is a, a membership a membership for I have Planet? No Fitness? idea, no clue. It's like fifteen bucks a month or something. Probably something along those lines. And you get access twenty four seven, showers. I don't know. Is that one so open twenty four seven? Okay. Yeah, fifteen bucks, man. You can get in there and yeah, take a shower. Check it out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's a. Um, the homeless firefighter. I follow him on YouTube. Mm -hmm. He lived in the back of his truck for a year and he had a membership to plan fit. That's where he would shout. That's how he did it. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, at the firehouse too, he, you know, mm -hmm. living at the fire, does his laundry at the fire department. Um, but he's in California. Yeah. Right. So he said he was able to save up $245,000, um, because he was an overtime whore yeah. in his own yep. words. Yep. He's like, I just worked as much overtime as I possibly could, yep. you know, and, they get paid a lot of money over there because taxes are have to. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what he said he was paying for a one-bedroom apartment, but it was um, – No, I'm sure it was insane. Dude. It was Two like to 30000 It was like $3,100 a month. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but so anyway, he finally had enough. But I think he's not in his truck anymore. I think he's back to wherever. I don't know. But, yeah. um, <clears throat> Some slum that he's paying $4,000 a month yeah. for. <laughs> Dude. I, I don't understand, man. And even with like mortgage payments, people take mm -hmm. out these massive mortgages, you know, $2,000, yeah. $3,000 a month mortgage, yep. and they're living paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't understand. But to each their own, I guess. I guess. I mean, if that's what you want to call the American dream, yep. you know, sounds like a nightmare to me. Yep. But I'm going to stay over here. Yeah. <laughs> me and Caitlin were talking today about, um, We've been watching um, Bush Radical, Bush Radical on YouTube, mm -hmm. him and his wife. And they started out with a little four-acre spot in Alaska, and they built a cabin. They lived in a tent, first yeah, of all. I think I know this one. Yeah. And then they built a little cabin mm -hmm. uh, by themselves. And then and he was doing concrete uh, contracting. Mm -hmm. He had a contractor's license, so he was doing concrete work, sidewalks, stuff like that. Um, and then they sold that property and bought and moved back to the – um, continental United States in Michigan, mm -hmm. and they bought another yeah, okay, piece of yeah. land, built a cabin, yeah. sold it, 
you know, and they were just doing it. And now they have like 80 acres, mm -hmm. uh, no debt, making money off the YouTube channel. They have money in the bank and he's still doing his con contracting work. Yep. And, um, you know, he buys old trucks. He bought an old truck, Ford truck for like $300. He said, and he fixed it up. And, yep. Um, he uses his grandfather's handsaw you mm -hmm. know, and a hammer and just a little common sense. He's like, I would just highly recommend if anybody is into that kind of living or that movement, not saying you need to jump off the deep end and go straight for being, um, you know, full anarchist living off the grid. Yeah. Um, but you can do little projects in your backyard mm -hmm. and you'd be shocked at how inexpensive it is no, and I mean, how little you can live with. Yeah. You know, you don't I mean, lumber much. is insanely expensive right now. That's going to be, yeah, it's come down a bit, a bit, um, but, but like it, I built, built that shelter for my pigs with scrap wood yep, and scrap yep, screws. Yep. I mean, it hell, cost I, me anything. I pick up wood from construction sites all the time. It's just laying there. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, he I mean, bought, I, there's a shed that, or a, a cabin that he built and I'm basically going to, I'm going to replicate it for ours. It's 10 foot by 12 foot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it had an eight foot ceiling, mm -hmm. um, and it's just a slant roof, not an angle, you know, not a gable yep. roof. Um, no porch, nothing fancy like that. And he bought his lumber from an Amish lumber mill, mm -hmm. and they're true two by sixes, true yep. two by fours. And I think the two by sixes he said were forty five cents a board for. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? No, I can't promise the prices are this cheap. <laughs> no, but Bethune has a sawmill. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've, I've guy. already looked, I found three. I think there's, I, I looked for Amish sawmill, mm -hmm. right? And it came up and showed one over in Lee County, but I don't know if it's Amish or not. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know if any Amish communities in South Carolina. No, I don't think they get down. Too hot here. Yeah. Yeah. No air conditioning. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> but you can, you can get rough cut, mm -hmm. true two by fours. Yep. And, um, true two by sixes and it's going to be stronger and thicker mm -hmm. and um you know he used the uh, wood paneling for the outside and just painted it it was yep. metal roof and the insulation he insulated the top bottom mm -hmm. and the wall so you know, i think the, that was his biggest expense was the insulation insulation yep. um and the paneling mm -hmm. the, the wood paneling he said was a little bit more because basically plywood was, yeah. with an extra piece of plywood on the outside um but man like the the, the foundation was just um Concrete blocks, and then he just set the treated lumber on top of it. Yep. He's like, the weight of this will hold it down, and it'll yep. be fine. Um, no electricity, you know, no heating, no air conditioning. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, obviously down here, heat in the summertime is an issue. Yeah. Like, you just, you want to be comfortable. Yeah. But, man, you get a little bitty, tiny window unit, mm -hmm. a 10 by 12. Yeah. And you run a little Honda chill generator that thing right down real fast. And if it's good and insulated, you don't have to run it all the time. Yep. Just cool it off and and be good. And mm -hmm. another, and again, a tiny wood stove. Yes, would take care of it. In yeah, the, uh, the one too. he uses is for um, a tent. Yeah, and um, he said he's actually had to open the windows like mm -hmm. it gets too hot in there. Um, but you'd be really surprised with how much you could do with a, just a little bit, and just disconnect and have some perspective on like what you actually need and don't need. Yeah. Um, he dug an outhouse. Mm -hmm. That's not that hard to do. No. Um, it's a pain in the ass, but it's yeah. doable. I mean. Uh-huh. Um, but the way he did it was put it on skids. So mm -hmm. he could use a tractor just to just pick it. it up and move it, yep. fill the hole in. Get another. Um, I watched another video of where he did a um, a hand pump well. Mm -hmm. And he had a, 
just pounded the pipes in had a certain you know this pop this pipe that's made to be hammered into the ground yep but it looked like he only went like 30 feet down yeah and he hit water which is a thing here in South Carolina too. I mean, our water table is fairly high. Yeah. I mean, so that's um, that's a project that we plan on doing: the cabin and a, a hand pump for water. I think we're going to uh, film it, film the process. Yes. Too. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Put it on our YouTube page. I found a uh, old camera of mine. We can start. Okay, cool. Doing this thing. Yeah. So uh, something else I've been watching on YouTube a lot is the um, crazy Russian hacker. Mm-hmm. He's a fun one. Dude. <laughs> He's, there's just like little things where it, it, watching him do some – I'm like, oh, yeah, I know how to do that. I've done this before. I totally yeah. forgot that how to make a rocket stove, mm-hmm. you know, or what do they call the um, Dutch uh, where you dig a hole. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Put, come up and you just – what do they call that damn thing? I mean those are – it's basically a rocket stove that yeah. you dig into the ground. You just or, dig it in the ground. Those are it's no Native smoke. American Lakota fire. Lakota, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Lakota. That's what it is. Um you know, little bitty things, but he does cool things where he tests out like the cheapest wood splitter from Harbor Freight. Yeah. And just, and he's like, this thing works fine. Yep. It just works great. Yep. <laughs> I buy my tools from Harbor Freight and the big tools I get, like my table saw, mm-hmm. um, I get the lifetime warranty on it. Yeah. Just pay a little extra and it's a cheap ass saw and it's going to break. It's going to break. And but just go trade it and get a new one. <laughs> it's easy. It man. will break. Yeah. I mean, but you know, I've been tripped out too a few times that stuff holds up forever yeah i've got a little fountain pup that's been going for like four years straight yeah man like, sometimes you I've just never get some good stuff it, like. and i bought my i bought a bag of power tools ryobi battery power tools 20 volt mm-hmm. um with a supercharger that charges them in like 10 minutes uh i got it at a pawn shop and i think i paid like 100 bucks yeah for a bag full of tools yeah. um and i got my pancake compressor got a brad nailer from pawn shop mm-hmm. Um, I use the heck out of it, man. Yeah. I put the wall up on the other side, the decorative yep. wood wall with that thing. And, um, it's just, you don't need brand new DeWalt. Now my planer, I did buy the, I got it on sale at, at Home Depot or no, uh, Lowe's. Yeah. Um, I wanted a good planer cause there's a lot of wood here that mm-hmm. could be planed down and very pretty and I can do some really cool stuff with it. And I'll start making, um, I keep talking about it, but I never, haven't done it yet making um cutting boards yeah um but that thing is awesome if you buy a good yeah it's a nice one um what else did i do can't think of any more tools i mean we've had a whole show on tools before yeah. uh back in the day and uh just having the tool makes your life easier yeah than having a right yeah. tool but you don't need to spend you don't need to get a credit card and run no. the debt up part no you, know, you can get go to a pawn shop they pretty much have anything you're going to need to do any construction no, project. For real. I mean, <laughs> especially if you go to a fairly big city, too. You're going to yeah. find stolen tools. Yeah, um, unfortunately. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I mean, I've effectively replaced all my tools that were stolen by now. Mm-hmm. I don't think I got any of my stuff back, but. Yeah. I mean, I got a, like, I use a cheap hammer. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's not anything, nothing I use is very fancy. Yeah. I'm not that good of a carpenter or whatever, but I get the job done. <laughs> Dude, what do you think the upper limit on what a framing hammer would cost? Dude, I know they get ridiculously <laughs> expensive. I saw a dude on Facebook who just paid $2,800. <laughs> For his hammer. You better be hammering some nails, <laughs> yeah. son. Like, like thousands of nails a day. 
Uh, I know. I guess there's <laughs> like uh, they there are some that are like harmonic, so mm-hmm. you know you can hear them when you hit. So it takes yep. the vibration out of your hand, yep. saves you a lot of wear and tear on your arm, and you can. Um, I suppose doesn't <laughs> fatigue you, but I would say just eat some spinach, homie. Right. Like, it's toughen up and buy a five dollar hammer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't use a hammer enough. Um, I would say, you know, some people might say the same thing about firearms, like. Mm-hmm. Like I can get a, a $150 shotgun that's going to shoot just as good as yeah. a $3,000 yeah. shotgun where I would say like, I'm going somewhere in the middle. I don't mm-hmm. need $3,000. I'm not buying a $130 Chinese no. shotgun. I'm just no. not going to do it. Um, you know, but it, I will spend shoes and guns. Mm-hmm. That's what I spend my uh, like yeah. big money on. I, I want good shoes that are going to last me for a long time and my feet are going to be good because then if your feet start hurting, your back starts hurting, then you're, you're done. Yeah. yeah. Um, with my firearms, I, I want anything that my life could depend on. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to spend the, yeah, my climbing gear, my rope yeah. <laughs> rescue gear. I want some good stuff. Um, but like, I just bought a car to drive to and from work. Mm-hmm. I was driving by, I saw lemon lot. I was like, damn, look at that little car yep. pulled in. How much you want for it? Uh, you know, we went back and forth. Mm-hmm. I looked at gas mileage. I was like, yeah, it's an ugly little thing, mm-hmm. but damn, 40 <laughs> miles to the gallon. Right. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, um, I, I just, you know, cars are a depreciating asset. Yeah. I know. The, why the would moment I spend you a lot sign of money for it, it, it loses you know, value. I mean. Um, anything that is a depreciating asset, like, like super wealthy people, they don't own cars. No. A lot of them don't own cars. No. They lease cars. Lease them. They own property. Yeah. Right. And that's a big thing that you'll see is like, um, property, anything that would appreciate, like gold. Mm-hmm. You know, gold is always going to appreciate. Sometimes it goes up and down, but if you yep. look at the the full graph, it's always going up. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't drink super expensive whiskey. Yeah. Because I'm just going to piss it out at the yeah. end of the night. Like, yeah, yeah it's it tastes good, but it's just degrees of good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just Evan Williams to me is it gets the job done. Yeah. And it tastes good. Well, quite frankly, yeah, that's peak whiskey for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll splurge and get. A bottle of Lagavulin scotch, mm-hmm. right? Once a year. Yeah. Once a year. Yeah. That's it. So I drank Bushlight beer. I enjoy good beer. Mm-hmm. I like the, the expensive crap beer and all that. That's great. But it's, that's like when I'm on vacation. Yeah. I'll splurge and get, yeah. you know, treat myself. I don't, um, I don't get it, man. Some people are always, they want the new thing, the best thing, the, you don't Whatever. need it, man. Yeah. I mean, and like we said before, to each their own. Yeah. That's, you know, quite frankly, if you're not running up debt and and being unable to service it, then, yeah. then go for it. Yeah. But I, I, no. I, mean. I, I feel like there is a strong movement in this country of people wanting to go back to a more simple life, um, less debt. Well, you things know, less, keep going the way they're going. That might be a self-correcting problem. <laughs> I give it uh, till 2024. I think uh, the elections, okay. the elections in 24 are going to be a uh, fucking nightmare. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> a nightmare. Uh, speaking of nightmares, international news. Let's take a quick uh, commercial break <laughs> yeah. before we get into uh, coming up after that. the commercial break. The Swamp Fox Podcast Network is proud to announce our new sponsor, the Swamp Log Artisans Gallery. An old Bishopville building is a home to a store unlike any you have ever experienced gift shop, furniture store, local history museum, and art gallery. It's all of these things. There's an inventory here found nowhere else. 
presented with an opportunity to make a personal connection to heirloom quality pieces that will honor our heritage and enrich your family's lives for generations to come. Here you will carefully select your pieces created by 60 fine woodworkers, artisans, and artists. The backbone of our store is products handmade from lumber, which is sawn from old-growth sinker logs recovered from the muddy, dark bottoms of South Carolina's rivers and swamps. These logs were lost over 125 years ago as they were transported on the waterways and were recovered with scuba equipment. Check them out at www.swamplogartisans.com or visit them at 229 North Main Street in downtown Bishopville, South Carolina. Yeah, man. I'm super excited about the uh, kiln-dried lumber. Mm -hmm. You just buy the rough cut slabs. Yeah. And also the paintings. Mm -hmm. Um, No, they've got some really cool stuff. I want to see that. I mean, it's just beautiful framework. And from looking at this brochure, some pretty nice art. Uh, I might go out there today. Are they open today? Yeah. Awesome. So I would love it for Swamp uh, the Swamp Fox Network people to uh, support this company and just let them know where you heard about it. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to our commercial. Mm-hmm. Thank you for not fast-forwarding through it. We appreciate it. <laughs> uh, so we were talked about before. We're going to get into some international news. Um, Brussels, Belgium. Mm-hmm. Um, around the parliament building. There were some riots yesterday and today over uh, COVID restrictions. Mm-hmm. Right? So you have the UK, which basically abandoned all of their COVID restrictions. Yeah. They, they just gave it. They were like, okay, They're whatever. Done. We're done with this. Yeah. This is nuts. Um, but you have other countries that are had enough of this shit. And what you see in the news media is they get labeled as um, extremist anarchist groups. They're called black block rioters. Mm-hmm. And um, if you look up what black block is, it's basically just a label that these lazy ass journalists will put on any group who's protesting that if it gets uh, violent. Mm-hmm. Right. So they don't say who started the violence. They don't say like, yeah, the cops rolled up and started hosing people down with a water cannon. Yeah. And now they're throwing bricks back at the cops, you know, yeah. fighting back. But if you watch, if you go to um, Andy Knows' uh, Twitter account, you can see uh, he's he's got a lot of good video of these people, and they're attacking, not attacking, they're they're, well, I guess they are attacking, well, trying to throw trash cans through the EU building. Not, yeah, I mean, and the government it's basically the government. They're they're it's they're not going after Starbucks and no. uh, banks and nothing like that. And what they they're saying like. Yeah, they're going against all these institutions, and they were this the black block. They're making it sound like people are trying to do the January sixth, mm-hmm. you know, shit. And you can obviously see they're attacking the EU building and the Parliament yep. building. That's it. And uh, the cops are just cracking skulls and hosing people down with the water cannons, and the people are fighting back mm-hmm. um, with whatever they got, which happens right. to be bricks. So and. It, you know how I feel about it is that's Belgium's business. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not there. I don't know what started it. I don't know who instigated, who threw the first punch, whatever. That's that's their problem. Mm-hmm. You know, much like the Ukraine, when Russia, the, the uh, Joe Biden said that, or I'll say the White House spokesperson mm-hmm. said that Russia, that Russian invasion is imminent. They could invade any day now. Yep. All right. Uh, first of all, why would you believe anything that comes out of the White House? Yeah. Second of all. Um, you know, good luck to the Ukraine and Russia, I guess. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. The only problem is Ukraine's in NATO. Yeah. Along with 
12 or 13 other Eastern Bloc countries that joined NATO after 1997. Mm -hmm. So we're in this unholy alliance costing us millions and billions of dollars to be a part of this organization. And, you know, the only reason that they're allowed into NATO is because they got oil. Mm -hmm. So uh, Ukraine is an oil-rich country. And they have these separatists on the border with Russia. So they, you know, they go back and forth. Mm -hmm. Uh you know who's right and who's wrong. Well, who the fuck knows? Yeah, I know one thing. How it's not going to hurt me and my family here. No, but you know where it will hurt me and my family? My son in the navy. Mm-hmm. You know, if Russia invades a NATO country and then the NATO tries to get together to fight back against Russia, guess what? Now yeah. my son is put in harm's way, defending somebody else's freaking country mm-hmm. over oil. Yeah. Again. Again. When is this going to stop, man? I don't know. I don't know. Until when the world's destroyed, probably. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, why are we doing this? Why are we in NATO? Why it, we don't have the USSR anymore? Yeah. We're not. You know, we have nukes. They have nukes. Everybody, everybody's got freaking nukes now, right? Um, what is the excuse for for NATO still being a thing? I think it just exists to encroach on Russia. I think money, man. Yeah, it's all I mean, money. You follow the money. Right, it's it's like the UN, like it's it's just a big money vacuum, sucking mm-hmm. money out of the pe- the people who are actually doing the labor, the work around here. Now, I'm not talking about you know workers of the world unite and you know whatever. I'm I'm just saying like these are freaking scams, man. Yeah, it's all it is. It's, it's just one more place for money to disappear. Right. I mean. Right. Right. Uh, I don't know. Like, how do you even get a job working for NATO? Like, how do you how do you become a NATO employee. I don't even I'm know. I'm not sure. Yeah. How the hell do you do that shit? Like, do you get appointed by, is it just other politicians and bureaucrats that get? I don't know. Yeah. I know I that know. Uh, soldiers get fucking stuck, mm-hmm. like in Bosnia and Herzegovina. Yeah. You know, they have to wear them stupid blue helmets mm-hmm. with a fucking target on their head. Yeah. But this is maddening, man. It's maddening. It's, it's complete insanity. Why are we still doing this in 2022? I mean, we're doing all kinds of crazy shit still. Like, we we send out billions in foreign aid. Yeah. I mean. To extremely rich countries like Israel. Yeah. Why are we giving Israel foreign aid? We we fund countries on both sides of conflicts. Yeah, I for mean, sure. It's it's like. There's good money in that, man. Yeah. Yeah, there is. War is a racket. Remember Smedley Butler yeah. wrote that book? War mm-hmm. is a racket. There's good money in, in war. And if you fund both sides, you're hedging your bets, man. You ain't going to yep. lose. Yep. Then you need to get the spoils of war on top of that. Mm-hmm. Oil. Yep. Right? Oil and minerals. And minerals. In and Afghanistan's case, opium. Opium. Mm-hmm. I mean. And the minerals in the mountains. Yep. And, uh, you know. Alien if, technology. Alien, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then if they don't cooperate, you just create a, a terrorist organization and mm-hmm. unleash them. Yep. And then, boom, you got your war. You go yeah, get. Right go back at it. Fight back. Fight those terrorists. Yep. You know? So it's a win-win. Um, there's a friend of ours, John. Uh, his He hates nato like mm-hmm. he's this is one of the things where he's like he, he gets so mad talking about it and understandably so it's it's just um you know these people the hero worship in the country the people are so misguided you know thanking people for their service you know thank you for protecting our country while you know these kids are going to other countries they're not defending our rights they're not protecting our constitution no they're protecting they're, our financial interests they're soldiers for hire yeah. and our government 
is contracting them out to fight these little proxy wars, these little wars, you know. I take that. They're not even protecting our financial interests. No. They're protecting our overlords' yes. financial interests. Yeah. I mean. Um, and this was one of the ma- big conversations I had with my son before he joined the military. Like, looks, man. When was the last time there was a, a war on American soil that mm-hmm. we had to, you know, defend ourselves against an invasion or whatever? You know, was it World War II and Pearl Harbor? Probably nine yeah. eleven. You could say if yeah. you want to say that. Um, <clears throat> but like, you're going to be defending other nations that are allies to the United States uh, or business interests mm-hmm. of the corporate overlords. Yeah, you know, and. I said, so what you need to do is, if you're going to go, don't worry about the big, you know, fuck it, man. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean a thing. Just yeah. go enjoy your time, fun travel adventure, have, you know, stay safe and do your thing. Yeah. Um, but don't think about, because it'll it'll drive you into the ground. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to me, man. Yeah. I was like 10 years, 12 years in, and I saw so much of what was really going on that I just couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't participate. I couldn't train young men to go fight in a war that I didn't believe in. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's heartbreaking, dude. It really is. Uh, I hope shit calms down over there and that nobody gets hurt and that people peace will win in the end and all that sort of stuff. I'm not too optimistic about it, but that's what I hope for. Um, no, I mean, any kind of conflict involving Russia will escalate. Oof, and it's ugly. Rapidly. It will get ugly. <laughs> Look at World War One and how quickly <laughs> that tiny little altercation blew mm-hmm. up into a world war. Like, yeah. Um, um, so, riots on the streets in Europe... You got riots here in the United States, mm-hmm. um, but it's really kind of like a what was it? A quiet riot? Yeah. Here, you yeah. know, people are like not complying no. with stuff, and um, you know, we got to go, we're going to a concert in North Carolina in May, and the venue wants us all to get tested before you go in. You know, that's just North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know, they have that's their thing up there, I guess. And you know, so we have to make a choice: are we going to get tested? if we want to go see the show or not. Cause I thought last year we went and saw them. I, mm-hmm. I really thought, you know, we're going to clutch right every year. We go, uh, I thought this was the last time I'm ever going to be able to see this band yeah. play live. Yeah. Um, we'll get another shot. We'll see what happens come May. Mm-hmm. But I know like the Fauci emails leaking out. Um, if people aren't paying attention to project Veritas, you really mm-hmm. need to, they're really exposing a lot of this bullshit for what it is. Yeah. Um, Fa- Fauci's, basically looking like Dr. Mangala mm-hmm. in these damn emails. Yeah. It is horrible. If you look at that guy's history, he is a no, horrible, he's a horrible human being. human being. And like, but still, man, you got the hero worship again with him too, though. I mean, there That's are, insane. did you see the picture? Uh, it was on our telegram group. Somebody put up the a cake. picture. Oh, well, he has a painting of himself oh, yeah, in yeah. his office. And then he has a little bobblehead doll of himself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, a bobblehead doll of yourself. That's that's funny. He that was, frequently but, refers to himself in the third person. Yeah. Too, like The painting, man, in your own office. And not only that, it's right above his computer monitor where he sits and he can see it at all times when he's on his computer. Yeah. That's insane. That is For insane. Sure. 
<laughs> That's almost as insane as creating a rank and calling people master deputies. <laughs> well, I don't know about that crazy. <laughs> you found your break now. <laughs> uh, let me check my notes, man. Make sure we hit everything. Um, oh, the Joe Biden speech. Yeah, I missed it. All right. So after a year in office, Joe mm-hmm. Biden gives this press conference, right? He talks for like 15 minutes, but I swear to you, swear, <laughs> if you took those words and just read a transcript, you could put Julian Burns' yeah. voice, uh, like you could just flap his mouth. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly the same thing Julian Burns says. Job creation. We want to, we want, we want to make it, um, more advantageous for businesses to move in here. We're, we create jobs. We're going to uh, build, fix the roads. We're going to, you know, all these projects and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. With no idea and no word about where you're going to get the money from. No. How are you going to pay for this? You know, no, they're steal um, talk about, you know, free college and all this kind of shit. Um, Julian Burns and Joe Biden are basically carbon copies of each other. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about a globalist movement here in Kershaw County, go back and listen to Joe Biden's speech. It's the exact same thing as Vision 2030 here at Kershaw County. Exactly. Yeah. Does it, it, it filters down all these globalists. It filters down, right? And the people who worship the state and they want central planning, they want the government control over everything. It starts up with their overlords, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. And then it comes down to their federal governments, national governments, goes down through the state governments and then down through the county governments, through the, uh, county council on uh, foreign relations, mm-hmm. right? And the cogs that we talked about in last episode. And we're going to do more on this subject yeah. in the future episodes coming up in the next few weeks. Um, because we have come across a lot more information mm-hmm. and we're, uh, putting it together. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and it, it has actually gotten outside of our inner circle. Um, there are people outside who are looking into this mm-hmm. that, have connections to, well, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. It's, it, it's on the radar. Um, so hopefully something will come out of that and we can get this shit straightened out. Um, you know, Joe Biden talks about going to war with Russia if they invade Ukraine. That's basically what he's saying. Yeah. Trying to send a threat to Russia. If you invade, we're going to back Ukraine. Yeah. Um, you know. It's a horrible idea. Horrible, horrible. <laughs> really what what more can you say man if you go go on youtube i think the pbs one is one i i watched and i just had to keep pausing it and like take a break because my freaking head was gonna explode mm-hmm. listening to that old senile man talk and then when the reporters start asking questions and he get like if if somebody asks him a question that goes against the narrative he loses his fucking mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he just attacks. And the thing was about this voter ID law or mm-hmm. something like that, where he basically said the 2022 election is going to be illegitimate. Yeah. If this doesn't pass. Yeah. And then he called everybody who voted against it a, a racist and a segregationist, mm-hmm. basically. That's what he said. All right. He he mentioned some name, Bull, Cramp, whatever. I don't know, Bull somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, basically said that they're, they're in favor of um, – segregation and uh a reporter asked him about that like you said this this and this and he's like i didn't say that go back and read it he's like i'm sure you're educated and you can read and you he starts but then he go he keeps talking 
and yeah. he's fucking stupid. Yeah. Then he goes back into his tirade about if you don't support this, you're racist. Basically, yeah. what he's on boiling it way down. Yeah, yeah. And it the 2022 elections coming up, the midterm elections are going to be illegitimate. Mm-hmm. The reason they want to do this is because they know they're going to get their ass handed to them. Yeah. In the 22 2022 elections, they know that unless they cheat again. Well, they both cheat. Both sides cheat. True. True. Um, but it's going to be overwhelming. They're going to get the Democrats are going to get slaughtered. In this midterm election, then the Republicans will have the majority in the House and the Senate, probably. As and, these things go. Right. I mean. But you see what's happening is like there's this, this pendulum yeah, it's swing. It's a pendulum, yeah. And it keeps going further right, further left, further right, mm-hmm. further left. Eventually, that shit's going to go all the way around and something's going to really fucking yeah. happen that it's gonna is It's going to get insane. stuck on one side or the other. <laughs> and that's what's going to happen. It's going to get stuck. And, and we're going to have... We're going to have another fascist dictatorship yeah. or we're going to have a communist dictatorship. And the real problem is uh, the brainwashed people in this country will accept it with open arms. Yeah. They'll be like, yeah, it's just crazy. We need we need help. We need the government to protect us. Yeah. Please, Sheriff Bone, please take charge and, and, and crack down on these criminals. Yeah. And meanwhile, the criminals are going to be you and me, the people mm-hmm. who are free thinkers and that we don't keep our mouths shut. Yeah. We're the criminals, right? The people who... Uh, choose to carry firearms to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. If you don't think the sheriff of this county doesn't like the fact that the citizens are armed and to defend themselves, you're fucking kidding yourself. Yeah. He hates it. He absolutely hates it. You got anything else, man? No. I think there's some foosball on TV, I guess. I think that's what's going on in sports. Uh-huh. Like some foosball finishing up. Um, I know my St. Louis Blues are kicking ass and taking names in the NHL. I All love right. it. Go right. Blues. Um, watched a uh, some Netflix documentaries oh, this yeah? weekend. What'd you get? What'd you watched one on uh, like the chicken industry. Oh, and it was is based that with the um, the super size me guy. No, no, this is some other show. I think it was mm. called Broken or something. Okay, uh, serious. Anyways, it was all taking place in uh, in Manning. All the uh, chicken growers they were talking to it was all oh, in wow. Manning. Okay. Um, a few years back, there was a. Some crazy bastard that went and killed like 30,000 chickens or like 130,000 chickens or some shit. Um, like a chicken serial killer? Yeah, basically. <laughs> he was a grower for uh, Pilgrim. Oh, okay. So he was like, all right, fuck these guys. I'm gonna kill yeah, them. he went around to a bunch of other people's. He wow. lost his contract. He went to a bunch of other people's farms and cranked up the heat on their barns and killed just 100,000 chickens. But there is a dude out that way that does uh, basically free range semi-organic mm-hmm. farming and i pass by it all the time going down 95 oh cool i would love to get that guy on the show yeah he was on that show he should come on mine that'd be neat yeah you could check out my chickens and yeah. Uh, yeah slap me on the head like face like <laughs> how dare you have this terrible <laughs> fucking <laughs> man my chickens look pretty good i don't know yeah, yeah. <laughs> they get fed he uh i mean if you if you if you're driving down 95 just look left sometime yeah and you'll see big. 30 40 Big, tall A-frame chicken trailers, mm-hmm. uh, chicken tractors out there. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, you can't miss it. Um, it's got to be him. I can't imagine there's that many other people doing that. No. So neat. We've been watching uh, Sons of Anarchy. Like I think we talked about it last mm-hmm. show. We're just going all in. Yeah. The whole freaking. <laughs> that's all we watch. Sons. Of- we'll take a break and watch um, 1883, which is like the prequel to Yellowstone. Okay. Um, that's pretty good. Uh, it's like, you know, wagon train moving mm-hmm. west for out of Arlington, Texas, and they're trying to get to Oregon. Yeah. And um, it's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know how real it is or, you know, whatever, but yeah, it's entertaining. It yeah, whatever. It's entertaining. It's got um, the weirdest thing in it is Tim McGraw and Faith Evans, who are married in real life. They're, mm-hmm. they're the the uh, husband and wife on the show, like, taking their family. And um, just seeing how ridiculously in shape Tim McGraw is, and he's, like, 60 <laughs> years old. I was like, what in the hell? <laughs> This dude must be drinking some adrenochrome or something. Right. Dude. Like, what is going on? <laughs> we mean, just watched the uh, it's a documentary called Fantastic Fungi. Have you watched that one yet? Not yet, but it's, that's Paul Stamets is in there. Yeah, one? yeah. yeah. Stamets is like seventy as yeah. well, and he's out there just <laughs> jogging around Running looking for the woods <laughs> magic mushrooms. Like. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to uh, I think it was Rogan interviewing him, and uh, uh, he was talking about not long ago. He's so he was like at least sixty. Yeah, at some national park. Tripping balls. Where he was on up on the top of the tree in a lightning storm and all that. No, no, that, that was when he was a kid. <laughs> yeah. But this one, he's like in his sixties, and he like drops his camera and he picks it up and he tells his buddies like, "Oh shit, I dropped my camera." Dropped it again. It was like some it's called repetitive motion syndrome that happens when you eat this mushroom. Oh. Anyways, he dropped it like forty times. <laughs> Camera's totally screwed. But there's like thirty people standing above him just watching these two guys. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. It's good times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Don't eat mushrooms unless you are a PhD level scientist. Right. <laughs> just, it's best to just leave them alone. What do they say? There's a, there's a, a what is the saying? There's a, uh, there's a mushroom in the forest that if you eat it, you only have to eat it once. Yeah. Like something, yeah. It's something like that. Like, yeah. you know, it's it basically, there's a lot of stuff that will kill you yeah. if you put it in your mouth and you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what. Every mushroom is edible. Some of them are only edible once. That's like, it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Every mushroom is edible. <laughs> Some of them just once. Um, mushrooms are crazy. I, I saw we were walking through the woods in the snowstorm mm-hmm. the next day. It's not snowing anymore, but we had like four inches of snow. And I looked down and there's a little tiny mushroom, probably like the size of a dime. Mm-hmm. But the snow didn't cover it up. Like yeah. it melted the snow around it. Yep. It you could tell like it had some sort of thermal yeah. property. Yeah. I, it was the strangest. I'm looking at this thing like, how is this not covered up in the snow? <laughs> how right. did, or did it sprout up through the snow overnight? Right. What did, what is going on here? Because it looked like the snow had just melted off of it around and start, and there was a little ring around it of air hmm. that allowed the air to get down around. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on with this little guy? No telling, man. I didn't mess with it. I just walked it. I left it alone. Mushrooms are wild. I was like, that is the cool, one of the coolest things I've seen in a long time. Um, and that's something we have a lot of out here. We've got a lot of mushrooms on this property. Yeah. A lot of different fungi. Um, you know, did we talk about the lion's mane? Yeah, we're going to get your next lion's mane. Um, we're going to get out there. And- there's uh, oyster mushrooms, chicken, mm-hmm. chicken of the woods. Is that what it's called? Chicken of the woods. Uh, yeah, you've got chicken of the woods. Turkey. There was there turkey tail. You got some turkey tail. Uh, you got a bunch of reshi. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you have. Uh, What's that orange one? The bright orange. Chicken like of the woods. Is that chicken of the woods? Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So cool stuff out here. That now we have our YouTube page. Um, we're building our listenership, mm-hmm. and um, it's time to take it to the next level this yeah, year for sure. Um. You know, we've become a little bit more professional in our uh, broadcast here, and that's by design. Yeah. I don't, you know, we want to in- 
in, be more inviting for listeners to come listen to what we have to say instead of pushing people away. Yep. Yeah, we still curse every once in a while. Yeah. We drink whiskey. And, but um, And we're still going to have the Kershaw After Dark shows. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That'll be explicit content. Right. <laughs> Tipper Gore will be <laughs> wherever the hell she is. She's going to be <laughs> freaking out. But um, we want to be inclusive to even people who don't who disagree with us. Just make it a, a place where we can have a conversation. So yeah. um, thank you for listening. Please like, share, subscribe. Rate the show, even if you hate it. We want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, something I want to start doing is to ask for donations to the show. That'd be great. Um, if you want to just give a dollar an episode, you can set up an auto pay. Um, you know, once a week, pay mm-hmm. a dollar and to listen to the show. Yeah, and um, I think it comes out monthly. Is it uh, monthly? So yeah. four dollars a yeah. month. Yeah, I think would. You know, we're still going to put this out there for free. You can mm-hmm. listen for free. But if you feel moved to give a dollar, I'm, that's all I want. That's yep. all I'm asking, a yep. dollar a show. Yep. And um, that would be greatly appreciated. Help us recoup some of the costs and the expenses that we've. we've um, yeah, if even paid. half of y'all could do that for us, that would pay off all this stuff we're talking into right now yeah. real quick. Uh, <laughs> um, well, it's already paid for. I pay cash yeah, for yeah, it all. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if I could just get my money back, that would be awesome. Right. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. Just, then uh, I could tell passively. Caitlin, like, look, <laughs> I paid for we the, did it. <laughs> made the money back for the equipment. I mean, we do have, you know, sponsorship money coming in mm-hmm. from our um, one commercial sponsor. Mm-hmm. If anybody else out there wants to um, sponsor the show, yeah. that would be awesome. We'd really appreciate that. Um, please check out Tommy and Brick Music on YouTube. He mm-hmm. doesn't pay us, but he's a good friend of ours. He wrote the song at the beginning of our show. Yep. And, um, or performed it. And, um, he has a new album. His band has a new album coming out. So okay. check out Tommy Emberg music on YouTube and the um, new album coming out with his band. Um, just think about a tattoo studio. I guess it's just think about a tattoo and piercing now. Mm-hmm. Um, check them out on February 1st, the grand opening. I think they're doing like $50 tattoo specials or oh, something hell. like that. Yeah. Piercing specials. There, there's hmm. some, check out, check them out on Facebook. Um, it's all on there. Uh, the James Strong show. Listen to the Godfather, James Strong. Um, who is literally my godfather. I don't know if I said that before, mm-hmm. but he is literally my godfather, but that's why I call him that. Um, it's not because he's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> um, he has a great show. He's up like 250 something episodes. He has great guests, great insight. Um, wonderful essays at the beginning when he, you know, he's a smart dude. He's wise. He's been around the world, done yeah. business around the world. Uh, so check out the James strong show. Um, what else? Oh yeah, check out Bush Radical on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a good channel. Him, his wife has a channel too. It's called Girl in the Woods. Um, so that's where I think I saw it. I saw her. It was yeah. just her spending the night out. In the that thing. chick's got some energy, dude. Yeah, she cut <laughs> in a, a by hand, cut in a, a four wheeler trail mm-hmm. like a quarter mile, cut it in, <laughs> and then hauled the four wheeler in materials and started building the cabin yep. next to a creek. I was like, good lord, dude, it'd <laughs> <laughs> take me six months or more, but um. I don't have anything. Thank you to Caitlin for making the uh, pumpkin bread we've mm-hmm. been snacking on. You might hear us with a mouthful of something. Yeah, it's um, in here a few times. And stay warm. Yeah. Stay safe. Supposedly we might get a little bit of precipitation next weekend yeah. too. So yeah, that'd be cool. storm coming. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously thank you to all the people who work during storms. Mm-hmm. You know, not only the first responders, but the, the hospital workers and the linemen. The linemen. Yeah. They, they got... They worked their ass off last yeah. week for yeah. us all. 
Um, and we're always appreciative of those kind of guys, man. Blue collar workers, heating and air, plumbers. You know, you got pipes busting, people's HVACs, a heater's not working. Yeah. Um, I've I've seen a lot on Facebook. People appreciating this company, that company. So, um, you know, all the local small businesses around Kershaw County, you know, mm-hmm. did a great job. Um, you know, I heard like Taco Bell is open. Yeah. You know, I I think that's a little far. You know, I don't yeah. know who's traveling to Taco Bell at nine o'clock at night in a snowstorm. Yeah. But um. Some people got to eat. Oh, the Yankees got to eat, man. <laughs> yeah. We ain't scared to ride on these roads. <laughs> um, that's it. That's all I got. You got anything else to add? No, man. That's about it. I'm just feeling really appreciative. Yeah. This The snow yeah. got me all warm and fuzzy. No, man. for sure, man. I'm, it was nice. I'm in a much um, better mood than I have been in quite a while. Yeah. Me and Caitlin were actually talking like, oh, maybe we should move somewhere with more snow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're looking at uh, Michigan, mm-hmm. Idaho, New Hampshire, Missouri. Missouri don't get that much snow though. No, no. but uh, they're moving up in the freedom meter. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Um, but I guess stay tuned for more on that issue. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. We'll do a show on that, like the Free State Project, in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and other liberty movements around the country. Yeah, um, we're trying to do the same thing here, but uh, I think that's a bootlicking and hero worshiping and uh, bowing down to the crown is yeah. a little bit too ingrained in this culture. Here. I think so, but uh, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll keep at it. Yeah. In the meantime, open your minds. Don't trust the government. And don't forget that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That's right. Bye-bye. Thanks, folks.